This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, Tucson, and welcome to another beautiful Saturday afternoon here in the old Pueblo and another episode of Money Talks with me, your host, T.J. Howe, and my good buddy and partner in crime, not really, but good buddy and partner, Tony Shore. (laughs) And we are excited, uh, Tony and I, we are excited today because we're going to be chatting about something that's, uh, well, I think pretty near and dear to most of our hearts out there, and that is it's never too early to prepare for retirement. So that's the title of our show, Never Too Early to Prepare for Retirement. Tony, how are you, buddy? What's happening in your world and, and what you've been up to? Well, I tell you what, I have been busy, but it's great to see you again, TJ, and uh, you're looking great today. It's fun to get together and do the radio show. I know we're both excited about the show today, but yeah, I've just had a crazy busy week. My kids are running me around like crazy and then uh, trying to do that and juggle that with work and all the other things that seem to come along with uh, life these days. How about you? Are you keeping busy, TJ? Oh, you bet. You bet we are. You, uh, do you have any plans? Are you guys taking a summer vacay here sometime soon? No, no. I, I'm actually going to New Orleans for work, but that's a, oh, that's a, that's a work okay. trip. But other than okay. that. Uh, no, other than nothing. that, not really. Uh, we're going to. We might do a couple of camping trips, uh, staycations. Yeah, little staycations. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Yeah, we're we're uh, uh, um, we're just racing around because my middle daughter Holly, the one that's married to the uh, naval naval guy, uh, they've been restationed to Jacksonville, and I've been elected. I don't think it was much of an election. I think it was more of a dictatorship. But I was informed by my wife that I will be driving her out to Jacksonville, Florida, uh, the middle to the end of July and, and so forth. So I, I, yay, I get to help my daughter move to Jacksonville, Florida. So that'll be a lovely drive. It's about a 3,000 mile drive from Tucson, give or take. So yeah. anyway, wow. but I'll get to see parts of the country, you know, that I've never seen. And I guess that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, it, so, it will be. Anyway. So what are we talking yeah. about on the show today? Well, uh, look, I, I'm pretty excited because uh, I know uh, in talking to a lot of clients that, uh, you know, people are always saying, geez, I wish I'd have planned a little earlier, you know? Yeah. I, I hear that all I the time. I think it's important to plan for retirement as early as possible. So what I age should agreeing. we start planning it, uh, for our well, retirement? I, I don't think there is a, a, a set age necessarily, and I don't think there's any perfect formula as to when you should start your retirement planning. I just think start, right? That's right. Usually, usually the best time yeah. to begin planning is when you have finished your education and have secured a full-time job. So, you know, in a perfect world, 
but I don't have too many 22-year-olds listening to my show either, right? But in a perfect world, for those of you listening, if you've got 22-year-olds in your life or 23-year-olds or 25-year-olds in your life, right? Maybe after listening to my show, uh, tune in to, uh, to tell them to tune into my podcast on my website and 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 listen to the show or, or tell them about the show, right? But ideally, if you could get to a someone at 22 to 25 that's just gotten out of college and say, hey, Johnny or Mary, uh, you know, you might want to start putting away a hundred or two a month right now, like starting right now, right. then, then I think that's it. That builds uh, a great, um, it builds a good habit. Okay. It builds discipline, builds a good habit. And you know what? In 25 or 30 years, they'll look back and be like, Whoa, you yeah, know, they, they can build a, a good nest egg that way. Yeah, you bet they will. So th- this could be in your mid to late twenties, as I said, right. But however, sadly, most people don't plan for retirement in their 20s. They're, in fact, I met with a client yesterday uh, up in Casa Grande, which is a community outside of Tucson, about 50 miles away. Anyway, and I'm meeting with a banker of all people. She's a banker and uh, runs a bank, actually. She's the head honcho of said bank that she works at. And she says to me, to my face, she's 63, and she said, TJ, man, I really, really wish I'd thought of this 20 years ago because, you know, I have very little to retire on right now and I make a pretty good salary. I'm really worried about not being able to ever quit my job. And, uh, you know, and I I explained a little bit about Social Security and how we help Social Security uh, do some Social Security planning and so on. And she kind of, it eased her mind a little bit, you know, by the time we got done. But, But the gist of what I heard in her, in her voice was that sense of, Oh crud. Why didn't I start 10 or 20 years ago? You know, that, that feeling of regret, so to speak. And I get that a lot. So uh, to avoid regret, start now, right? I mean, start now, right now, no better time than the present. Right. So, so I think, uh, just in anything, anything, you know, you might say, well, I don't have much again, I, it might be a dollar a day. I used to teach people in the old days. Can you put a dollar a day away? Can you stop going to Starbucks every morning for a $5 Frappuccino or something? And can you take that $5 instead of drinking it down your throat every day, take that $5 and stuff it in your piggy bank. Right. And I'll bet you, if you did that over the course of a few months, whoa, boy, you know, you'd look back and have a pretty good size little piggy bank. So again, that's, it's, it, it just comes down to decisions and discipline. I think really, and, and learning how to kind of kind of curtail your your spendthrift uh, ways and, and decide, no, I'm not going to spend today so I can afford to spend tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm sure you've had people come in at all different stages. You've probably had come people come in to meet with you that have yet to plan at all for retirement, haven't you? Sadly, Tony, yes. I, I have had clients and prospects that have uh, been in their mid to late 40s, mid to late 50s, and in their mid to late 60s uh, that haven't begun any serious planning for their retirement yet, or they're just coming to be saying, what do I need to do? And oh, by the way, according to an article by CNBC uh, recently, 45% of non-retired Americans are not saving at all for retirement. So, and, and of those not saving, this is crazy, 36% plan to start saving later in the future and 10% say they won't start saving at all. They, they're never going to save. They're going to just work and work and keep working until they body can't work anymore. That's mm. mm. uh, a little bit scary, I think. Right. But, 
Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Again, we, we've talked about it a hundred times to Tuesday, you know, and I ask everybody in my workshops, Tony, everybody, I say, when you walk into a Walmart, a normal Walmart, a big one, not your Walmart grocery stores, but those big super Walmarts, right? When you walk in, who's usually greeting you at the front door? What's typically the age range of the people greeting you? What would you say? Uh, they're all seniors. I'd say over 65. Yeah. yeah. And and I ask people in my audience, now, why is that? So they all agree. They all say, yeah, they're senior citizens. And then I ask them this question, why? Why are they there? Why are the seniors the greeters and not the teeny boppers, right? And And most people take a moment to think about it. And then they usually respond with something like this. They say, um, maybe because they have to. And I'm like, you're exactly right. It's, they, they're not greeters because they want to be. They're greeters because they need the income. Yeah. They didn't plan, right? Yep. So that's that's really what it comes down to, in my opinion. Yeah. And so obviously one of the first steps is to find, a, find the right financial professional, someone like yourself. Sure. That's the first sure. step, isn't it? Yep. 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 And, and I'd say in addition to that, so yes, finding someone to help you is certainly important. And, and like I refer to myself or I'm starting to refer to myself uh, most recently after I finished my book, I'm starting to refer to myself as a retirement coach because, you know, I look back at all my years of doing this and I really do feel like a coach and I've coached sports before with my kids growing up. Right. So I've coached a lot of soccer in my day. And I didn't know squat about soccer before starting to coach. You know, I kind of got thrown in by trial by fire, you know. And uh, but I learned, you know, over the five or six years that I was a coach, I certainly learned quite a bit about being a coach, right? And 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 the and the general gist of soccer, the game of soccer. I didn't become an expert by any means, but I learned. So so I I'm beginning to refer to myself these days as a retirement coach for the simple reason I'm realizing that's pretty much what I'm doing. You know, so, so again, by, we're helping people by starting to save as much as you can, as early as you can. Uh, and, and remember the longer you have to compound your savings, the bigger it's going to get. So for instance, if a 20 year old began saving 200 a month with an annual uh, 6% on, on their saved funds, and they were able to maintain that until age 65, uh, that person would potentially have accumulated about $550,000 on their own by putting away 200 bucks a month. So, you know, again, we're talking about 20 year olds and there are not too many 20 year olds that are thinking that way. Right. But also taking advantage of your employer's 401k, 403b or similar plans earlier is very beneficial. So if you get out of college, you go to work for a company, find out right away. Do you have a 401k plan? Do you have a 403b? Do you have a deferred comp? Do you have this? Do you have that? You know, do you have something I can save into. And if they say, you bet we do, then ask them, how long do I have to wait? Most companies will say 90 days. Some will make you wait six months, but somewhere between 90 days and six months, they're going to say, after you've reached this point in time, you're eligible, man, put on your calendar. As soon as you reach that point in time, whether it's three months or six months from the day you start, you walk back into that HR department and you tell them, Hey, I want in, I want in on that uh, plan. And by the way, you want to save whatever the maximum matching is. So, so if they're going to match up to 5%, then by goodness, you want to put away your 5% too, because you want to take advantage of that free match. Okay. So just, just keep that in mind. And, and the maximum you're able to stash, by the way, in a 401k or company sponsored style plan, 
whether it's a you know 457 or thrift savings whatnot it was increased from 175 to 18,000 a couple of years back and in fact I even think it's gone up since then but for now let's just use the old numbers so I know for sure you and I can put away Tony up to 18,000 in a company sponsored program I know that we can do at least that much. And the catch-up contribution limit for anyone who has turned 50 after 2015 has also increased uh, from 5,500 up to 6,000 in your IRAs and Roth IRAs for a maximum contribution of uh, 24,000 actually. So so you've got up to 6,000 in your IRAs and Roth IRAs, but you can add up to 24,000 in your company sponsored program, another 5,500 to 6,000. So even saving just a little bit here and there for retirement can make a huge difference and add up. That's the, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It it can make all the difference in the world. So uh, a lot of people struggle with finding the right financial professional. Of course, our listeners, uh, I don't want to name names, TJ Howe, but they don't need to look too far. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, I, you know, it's, it's, it's important to find someone you trust, yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's critical. Yeah. So I'd say one of the first things I like to help people with is making sure that they find the right uh, person they want to work with. And I ask people when I first meet with them, I, 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 one of the first questions out of my mouth is look, after we're done with this first session, this first meeting, you're going to have a real good sense, uh, intuitive sense about whether I'm the right fit for you or not, whether I'm the right guy, okay? And that's true because you need to find someone that you can mesh with. And I know that I'm not I'm not going to be able to help them all. I, I just know that because I have a certain personality type and there are a lot of people that might clash with my personality type. I might be too outgoing. I might be too forthright. I might be too over the top for some people, right? So you find someone that's uh, a little more low, low key for you, I guess, but, but that's important. Okay. You want to find someone that's going to, that's going to be passionate about helping you and put you first. That's, that's really the number one rule. Find someone that's going to put your needs first bottom line. Right. So, and it's important because working with the financial professional that you can trust can make all the difference in how well your retirement reflects your desires and your personal goals. So it's important to know that uh, what you're looking for before taking the plunge and committing to just any any financial professional is your professional has influence and control over your financial and retirement decisions, making their role in your life more than more than just important. It's like becomes vital. Yeah. So your financial security and the quality of your retirement depends on the decisions, investment strategies, and asset structuring that you and your professional will create. Uh, for you. And lastly, I'd say there are several people that would love to handle your money out there, right? But not everyone is qualified to handle it in a way that leads to an all-inclusive approach to creating a solid retirement plan, right? There's a lot of people that'll take a look at this section or take a look at that section. They can help with this. They can help with that, right? Again, you want someone that can kind of help you take care of the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Now, uh, what are some qualities we should look for? Obviously, somebody like yourself who's personable, who will sit down and go over everything with us. Uh, But uh, what are some other qualities uh, that you would say we should look for in a financial professional? Well, Tony, I would say you should look for someone that puts your needs and interests first. Golden rule. 
look for someone that's going to abide by and follow at, at the golden rule and actively wants to help you meet your goals and your personal objectives. So that's that's kind of critical, okay? And, and along those same lines, uh, oftentimes the product someone sells you matters less than their dedication to making sure that you have a plan that meets your needs. So again, a financial professional should take your whole financial position into consideration, not just one part or piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. So uh, how do we search? I guess this is one way they can just pick up the phone and give you a call, meet with you. Uh, some people might want to meet with a couple people, but uh, I really think if you agree with what somebody says, you like uh, what they're talking about, you want to get it on track, uh, really, uh, there's a lot of places they can look, but they have to be really careful, don't they? Yeah, I would say that's a very fair statement. So I would say you can start by asking your friends and family and colleagues for referrals, which by the way, you know, when I'm talking to a brand new client, guess what I'm telling them? Look, I live by referrals. And, uh, you know, so in addition to the radio and in addition to my workshops on social security and various topics I'm out there talking about, which I definitely, you know, get new clients from those sources. But honestly, Tony, the best type of, of client is from a referral is a referral from an existing client. Because when you're looking for a dentist, right? And you come to me and, and I've been in the town forever and I know who the best dentist is. And I tell you, and we're friends, you're going to believe me. You're going to trust me. You're going to say, okay, you're not even going to shop. You're going to go to that dentist. I mentioned because you trust my decision about that dentist. And you're going to take my word for it until they do something to prove wrong or screw it up. But if they don't, if they treat you the way they treated me, then probably you're going to just do business with that person because I recommend it. Well, when I get a referral, very similar. They don't shop. They're not looking. There's no competition. They're not out interviewing 14 other financial professionals because they talked to their best friend uh, at work and their best friend said, yeah, you got to go see my guy, TJ. That's the end of it. Like they come see TJ and say, TJ, my buddy Joe told me to come see you and this is my problem and this is where I need help. And I'm like, you bet. Let's get on it. Let's get to work. And there isn't usually that fight, you know, that I'm not out there competing against six other advisors. So the so referrals are huge. Okay. I, I guess I would just say that. So, so anyway, but, um, along the same lines, uh, there are several options to choose from, uh, that can be helpful to use a process of elimination to narrow the field of potential professionals. So you might look into five or six uh, potential leads and cross off your list. The ones that don't meet your requirements until only one or two remain. Also uh, you'll want to check out their credentials. Okay. That's huge. You want to find out what kind of experience do they have and, and do they have the right experience? Meaning do they have experience in, in what you need help planning for? Remember, we've talked about this on several shows in the past. There are three phases to your financial life. Okay. Three phases. Phase one is accumulation phase. That's growing and going. That's going up the mountain. So we're talking about climbing Mount Everest here, right? Mount Everest being your, your retirement goal. The peak of Mount Everest is retirement. So Climbing up is your accumulation phase and anybody out there with half a brain can help you get up the mountain. Okay. That's, that's really pretty straightforward where you're going to need the help is coming back down the backside of the mountain, which are the phase two and phase three. Now phase two is the distribution phase and phase three is the preservation phase. Well, guess what I specialize in Tony 
phase two and three, the preservation, the distribution and the preservation side of the fence. So you want to, if that's where you're at, right? And that's the stage of life you're in. Then you want to look for someone that has the credentials like I do that will, you know, put your mind at ease that, okay, this person does know what they're talking about when it comes to helping me get through the distribution phase and or preservation phase of my life. So you'll, you'll definitely want to check out their credentials. For example, do they have their CLU? Okay. Does someone have their CLU, which stands for chartered life underwriter? Do they also have their CHFC, which stands for chartered financial consultant? That's the designation, ladies and gentlemen, that allows me to act as a retirement, uh, excuse me, a registered investment advisor. Okay. So that little designation CHFC allows me legally to act as an RIA. And, and again, I don't know that you want to work with an RIA or not. I, I could care less, but, but you want to look into those types of credentials. Do they have their CFP? Are they a certified financial planner? That's a good one. That's a real good one. Okay. Tough to get, but, but boy, if you got it good for you. Uh, so there's all kind out there, you know, you're, you're looking for those people. There's a new one that I'm working on getting right now called RICP. Um, uh, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, basically it's an equivalent of a master's degree in coursework, but it is, uh, stands for retirement income, uh, certified professional or professional. So I don't remember what the CP, but retirement income professional, basically, right? It, it, it allows me to dig deeper into helping people plan for and, and work on their retirement income. So again, lat to finish that statement up, someone who has continued their professional education through ongoing certifications will be more up to date on current financial practices compared to someone who got their degree 25 years ago and hasn't done a darn thing since bottom line. Yeah. So you want to go with someone that's staying up to date with the trends, with the, with, you know, what's new, what's the latest uh, techniques you want to, you want to know that you're working with someone like that. Now I know you've written, you've written the book uh, on uh, yeah. finance and retirement, haven't you? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, I have. It's uh, entitled stop trusting the experts, common problems, uncommon solutions. So we really dive into the seven major topics and concerns that just about every single American uh, will face uh, going into or during their retirement years. And we address each of those seven topics or problems in great detail. While each we each a chapter, it, it, we have an eight or 10 page, 12 page chapter devoted to each of those seven major problems that you and I are going to face going into or during our retirement years. And I think the book is, is lovely. Well, not just because I wrote it, but I also uh, love the book because Tony, in all honesty, it's, it's really like a handbook. It's really like a handbook for guiding you through the treacherous waters of retirement planning. And I really believe everybody out there should have a copy for one reason, because even if you don't want to see a professional, if you want to be a DIYer, a do-it-yourselfer, well, then get my book so at least you know how to be a do-it-yourselfer and you'll know which things to stay away from and which things to move toward, right? Because our our whole our whole world is changing before our very eyes. And what used to work for grandpa and grandma or mom and dad aren't going to be the same things that work for you and I going forward. They're just not. Okay. And so read, get, get, a, get a copy of my book. Stop trusting the experts, Amazon. It's uh, we have two versions. We have a paperback version for 1495 or you have the ebook for 995, a Kindle version, or you could pick up the phone or send me an email 
and it, or a text and make an appointment to come see me. And when you come to see me after spending an hour chatting with me, I will give you a book to take home for free and I'll even sign it. Ah, awesome. So if you come see me, we'll give you a book of your very own. That's awesome. Take, yep. Yep. So there you have it. All right. Well, it, that's great. And I know the book is great and our listeners can get a copy of that. Just set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, you get that free strategy session with TJ and a copy of the book. Uh, boy, how could you pass that up, DJ? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now once somebody has decided they need to start planning for retirement, they want to make that step and maybe they've picked out a financial professional, they've set up that meeting with you to help you uh, guide them along the way. What's their next step? Well, I believe one of the uh, your next uh, important steps is to determine how much income uh, you think you'll need in retirement by creating an income plan. So this is important because having an income plan will help you get a picture of what your retirement's really going to look like. And by the way, that's a huge thing that we focus in on here at Triple H Financial Group is we really do want to create a retirement income plan. Remember what my specialty is, retirement income planning specialist, right? That's that's my focus. So, so my focus for you uh, would be to create a written actual retirement plan so that you and I know where you need to be and where you need to be headed because it would be lovely for you to be able to say, look, I need 5,000 a month to retire on. Social Security is only going to give me 2,500 of that. I'm short 2,500 bucks. What do I need to do to get make up that extra $2,500 in income? Well, that's where someone like TJ or Triple H Financial steps in and says, okay, what do you got going? Where are they? What are, where are your assets? What are they in? What are they doing for you now? And can we help remaneuver them into a position where you're able to, basically what we're trying to do here, Tony, is find the most efficient, beneficial way to address your needs and uh, that may impact your lifestyle, your asset accumulation and your legacy planning after you've retired. So again, creating an income plan before you retire will help allow you to satisfy your need for lifetime income and also help ensure that your lifestyle can last as long as you do. So you will want to create a plan that operates in the most efficient way possible. That's the bottom line. Get a written plan in place. Yeah, there it is. That's the key right there. Get a written plan in place. But you know what? We're a hundred percent out of time, TJ. We just have time for you to give our listeners the phone number and the web address one more time. Okay. Sure enough, Tony. Uh, you can pay a visit to me at www.tjhowe.com. Again, that's just tjhow.com. Or you can pick up the phone and call 520-977-5297. Again, that's 520-977-5297. And uh, if you'll make an appointment to come see me, I will have a book signed and waiting to deliver right to you. Awesome. So come pay a visit. You bet. Awesome. That sounds perfect. Well, that does it for today's episode of Money Talks with our host, TJ Howe. Thank you for listening to Money Talks with TJ Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact TJ Howe at Triple H Financial. 
Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. TJ Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.